0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit StreetLevelRadio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio.
1: At the time of Paul's writing to the church in Corinth, Slavery was a common thing that was going on throughout the Roman Empire. And the reality was that some Christians that were members of the Corinthian church, they were actually slaves. So Paul said that although they were slaves to men, they were free from the power of sin in their lives. And they weren't slaves in that sense to God. People today are slaves to sin until they commit their lives to Christ. And Christ alone. Is the one who can conquer sin's power. So sin and pride and fear, they no longer have claim over us, just as a slave owner no longer had power over slaves that he had sold or that had been freed. The Bible says we become Christ slaves when we become Christians, but this actually means we gain our freedom because sin no longer controls us. Picking up in verse 23 of chapter 7 of 1 Corinthians, Paul writes and says, You were bought with a price. Don't become bond servants of men. Brothers let each man in whatever condition he was called, stay in that condition with God. We're so often quick to say that salvation is a free gift. That's a common in our vernacular. Yes, indeed, salvation is free for us, but make no mistake. It's not without extreme cost, for we were bought at a price, and it was a steep price at that. It cost Christ his very life, and that came through a terrible, painful death. Now, as born-again Christians, we are owned by the Creator of the universe, and He does intend to uh, keep us. He does not intend to share us. We belong to God now, therefore... He is to direct our lives and our very destiny. We are never to allow our lives to be again controlled by men. That's for the world. That's for those in the world. We belong to another country and God is our King. When we chase the trappings of this world, we again become slaves of men. We have, however, been bought out of all of that. Paul reiterates his stand on the issue, we are to remain in the state in which He found us. We've already discussed that over the past days. And that state, that position, is now, quote unquote, with God. In that lies the key to everything, gang. Going on to verse 25, He says, Now concerning virgins, I have no command from the Lord, but I give my judgment as one who has obtained mercy from the Lord to be trustworthy. Therefore, I think that. Because of the distress that is on us, it's good for a man to remain as he was." Now, Paul saw that the impending persecution that the Roman government was going to bring down upon Christians was going to start to make life very difficult. So he's giving this practical advice because being in an unmarried life would mean less suffering, more freedom to throw one's life into the cause of Christ, certainly to be quicker on our feet in the service of the king, so to speak. Now, Christ, like many of the issues that Paul has been dealing with here thus far in this chapter, was silent on the specifics of this particular issue. Paul gives what is his personal direction, and I think it's good counsel from what I would call a quite trustworthy source. For those who are seeking marriage, Paul begins this topic by saying that Due to the battles of this world, due to the battles especially of those who are believers, we would be better off to remain single. Now he's already covered this to some degree and it's kind of returning again to this uh, subject. Now as we said previously when we discussed it, this is hardly a popular notion today, this idea of staying single. It's hardly a, a great idea because in the church anyway getting married has become an american right it's become a, a mandatory rite of passage into adulthood verse 27 he said are you bound to a wife don't seek to be freed now are you freed from a wife don't seek a wife more on that the next time we get together